As we approach the final weekend of the spring sports season in Frederick County, there is one team left standing. That would be the Middletown baseball team. Hi everyone, Greg Swatek here of the Frederick News Post Sports Department. Welcome into the final score. We are proud to be presented by PFP, Players, Fitness, and Performance in Frederick. And on this week's episode, we will talk to uh, the coach of the Middletown baseball team, Andy Baker, and his senior shortstop and pitcher, uh, Graham Brown, uh, uh, who had a big day in the state semifinals against uh, Falston High School, a 5-1 victory for the Knights. We'll get their perspective on uh, their uh, season, uh, their return trip to the state finals, their second trip in three years, and the Knights will be looking to uh, duplicate what they did back in 2017, and that's when a state championship this Saturday at uh, Ripken Stadium in Aberdeen against LaPlata High School. Uh, but first, uh, Joe Ferraro is here. Joe, you covered that state semifinal against Falston, and uh, you covered a number of the games for the Middletown baseball team so far. What what just strikes you about the Knights? As far as, far as Middletown goes, the, the little things, and I'm sure um, you know Andy's going to speak about this, but uh, just doing doing the little things, you know, get, getting bunts down, uh, uh, moving moving runners over, putting pressure on on the defense uh, when the situation calls for it, and and uh, some of those little things. Uh, actually, talked to him about it at the game over at Montgomery Blair. It, it allows them to to get those tack on runs where where you're getting you know a sacrifice fly here and um and uh you know a sacrifice bunt here that that maybe leads to an RBI single so so yeah those, those tack on runs that uh that that are important later on down the road if uh the opposition mounts a rally and uh you need those runs and you know the, the middletown uh, when i think of that is the execution with the small ball and then also also defense uh which which was very good on Tuesday, uh, spe- you know, especially up the middle with uh, with Graham Brown and uh, and Trevor Welkers, you you covered the state championship team back in uh, 2017 when when Middletown went to Aberdeen and, and they won it all. Uh, the, the the two members of that team that are back on this team are, are Luke Pryor, their uh, their their ace pitcher, and uh, Graham Brown. Um, just w- what are the similarities to you between that team and th- this team, if there are any, besides besides just those two players? Pitching, pitching. Um, you know, two years ago it was uh, it was uh, Matt Dillard who actually uh, pitched them uh, to that state championship game uh, through a very good good game in the in the state final, and then and then uh, Luke Pryor, uh, you know, very good uh, one two punch there with that pitching staff, and then you know the same thing this year. You know, or as we're now Luke is is the um, undisputed ace and then and actually uh you know in terms of depth uh they may be you know you could argue they could be slightly deeper and actually i'll touch on this a little bit with the story i'm going to be running later on this week with uh jackson mcdaniel uh really uh quite the you know the surprise for them that uh you know there was a game over at boonesboro it was the fourth baseball game in four days where uh he's, he's being asked to to pitch two innings, just just get us through two innings, and and uh, we'll be happy. He ends up pitching a complete game for him, and now all of a sudden Middletown has another, you know, viable option as a you know as a starting pitcher. And uh, and, and and recently that's uh, that's allowed uh, Andy to use Graham Brown 
as a as a closer, uh, an inning here and an inning there. But he's able to to appear in in a lot more games and um, and really put out the fire if uh, if there is one in the sixth and seventh inning. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk to Coach Baker about that approach he uses with pitchers. Just get us through two innings and and, and let's see where we stand after after those two innings, and, and we'll get. Uh, his his sort of philosophy on 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 why he takes that approach, um, the the just the balance uh, throughout this lineup. I mean, one through nine, it seems like it could be a different player that that comes through for him every game. It's not just Luke Pryor and and, and Graham Brown. Right. Uh, I think uh, Cole Chris. I think he had the winning hit in the uh, CMC championship game. Another another um, game, it could be someone like uh, Jacob Pryor. That that's Luke's younger brother, uh, or, cousin or, or cousin cousin. cousin. Yep. Or it could be someone like a, 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 a Tyler uh, Tyler Houck, uh or or, or or someone like that. Zach Houck. Or excuse me, uh, Zach. apologize, apologize, Zach uh, Zach Houck. or uh, someone like like just it could be someone else every game it seems. Yeah, it, it can be. And the one thing with with Middletown is that uh, these players they're they're not going to give away at bats. Uh, you know, you're not going to be seeing them, you know, rack up strikeout after strikeout after strikeout. You know, they're going to, one through nine, they're going to battle you and, you know, extended bats, uh, get, get pitch counts up, foul off three or four pitches per at bat until, uh, until they get something positive to, to come out of that. That's, you know, offensively, that, that's what I think makes them so tough. Tell us about the story you're working on about uh, Jackson uh, McDaniel. Yeah, uh, you know, like like I said earlier, this, this is someone who uh, you know Andy Baker was counting on for you know for two innings, and and he he throws a complete complete game, and all of a sudden, boom, they, you know they've got a they've got a really for for the last month of the season a real really solid uh, you know number two pitcher. Uh, not to say that uh, Graham Brown wasn't wasn't great. He actually was was very good this season. But now it allows um, it allows Middletown to use him more at at shortstop, which uh, you know solidifies the defense. And then late in the game, um, he's he's the first option uh, or, or one of the first options in in relief. So 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 yeah, here's a here's a kid who's being asked to get six outs um, and. And he he uses that as an opportunity to 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 become a main cog in the, in that rotation. He pitched uh, six really good innings on on Tuesday against yep. Paulson and well well timed too because they also uh, coincided with his seventeenth uh, birthday. So 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 what a way to celebrate a birthday yep. uh, by by throwing a great game in the in 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 the state uh, semifinals. The team chemistry seems to be a big thing with this group too. I mean before the season they're they're. Uh, at, 4 a.m. in the middle of the night, almost. <laughs> they're, they're at school, going through some boot camp uh, right. uh, drills and stuff, just to just to build that bond that that, that this team has. And and they've sort of Andy takes a lot of interesting approaches with the team, and and, and, and that's one of them. So just the, the the team chemistry seems to be off the charts with this group too. Oh yeah, they they all get get along great, uh, and uh, you know it's a, it's a case where you know something like that it just you know drives home the point that uh, <laughs> you're going to need a, you know everybody in. You know one person makes a mistake. You know we're, we're not we're not just going to you know pin it on that one person. Uh, you know you the, the old uh, cliche. You know when does a team lose as a team? And I think it, you know an event like that really you know really hammered uh, that home. 
on Saturday they, t- they take on La Plata. It'll be an interesting matchup because La Plata is sort of used to being in this position. I mean, they're a team that typically advances deep into the in, into the mm-hmm. state uh, baseball draw. Do you, have, do you have do you have much insight on La Plata yet? Have you been able to look them up a little bit? Or? Well, uh, I, I do know that uh, you know this game is going to be it's going to be a pitching a uh, pitcher's duel. Uh, you know between Luke Pryor and then uh, La Plata's age, Asen Ryan Calvert, who I believe has an ERA. Somewhere in the range of um, of zero uh, point four. Pretty good going, going into this game. You know, hundred plus strikeouts uh, <laughs> for for a high school season. That's uh, that's a whopping number of uh, of strikeouts. So uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, this is something I even told Andy. I could <laughs> see you guys battling in the you know eleventh or twelfth inning, uh, trying to scrape across runs, but. Uh, but we'll we'll see how it goes down. This could also be the classic setup too, because you look at like a prior in in, in this Laplata pitch, and you think it's going to be a struggle to score any runs, and, and the next thing you know, it'll be like a twelve to eight game, right, 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 twelve to eight game or something like that. It's, it's the exact opposite of what you uh, would expect, but it should be a great game. Four o'clock uh, Saturday afternoon at uh, Ripken Stadium in Aberdeen. Yep. Well, Middletown won on Tuesday, but um, but but they were the only t- Frederick County team to win. We we had we right. had five total uh, covering uh, uh, baseball and softball in the county. Uh, three baseball or excuse me, excuse me, two baseball and, and three softball teams. And yep. Middletown was the only one that came through. Uh, TJ baseball. It's been a struggle for them to score runs all season long. That manifest that manifested itself once again in a state. Uh, 3A semifinal against J.M. Bennett. T.J. goes down 3-2. to two. They only had two hits in the game. And then on the softball front, uh, Middletown was blanked by a very tough uh, Queen Anne's team, a very, a very good pitcher. Uh, they lost to Queen Anne's in a 2A uh, semifinal 9 to nothing. Brunswick making its first appearance in a state softball semifinal. They ran into a uh, a, a very good pitcher. And, and they scratched across a couple of runs, but but they fell to Bohemia Manor 4-2. to two. And then Ligonor in a 3A softball semifinal was blanked by a Chesapeake five nothing. So uh, eerily reminiscent of lacrosse a week earlier, where where everything came to a screeching halt for Frederick County teams. Um, but we but we still have Middletown and, and, and we still have some uh, some uh, track and uh, tennis uh, participants uh, in, in in the state meet and the state tournament this weekend. So. Hard to believe uh, we're already at Memorial Day weekend, Joe, and, and and the end of the spring season is is, is finally here. It's, it, it, it it always goes fast, but it, it, this whole year is, it's, I can't believe it's May already. I think it went by uh, particularly faster this time around. Uh, we we had a rough start weather wise, and then uh, you know surprisingly for about a good two three weeks we had you know decent weather. Uh, you, you're gonna have your rainouts uh, every spring, uh, a number of them, but uh, after the the rough start, it, it got a little bit better, which uh, made it fly by faster. Before we go to break, a little cross promotion here. Joe will also be on this week with Josh Smith and I on just another sports podcast, talking about the NBA playoffs, uh, the the woeful Orioles and Nationals at the moment, uh, <laughs> the, the the crazy riderless horse in the Preakness, the the Golden State Warriors, uh, NBA. And, and all sorts of stuff. We're, we're always happy to have Joe on our on our other weekly sports podcast. So, so check that out. And Joe, our numbers are going up for both of these podcasts. So, so not we, so, not because of me. No, I was gonna get. I was gonna give you some credit. <laughs> I, you must be driving the numbers up. So we'll, we'll have nope. to have you on more often. But um, we'll take a quick break. Uh, back in a second with Middletown baseball coach Andy Baker and Graham Brown. Right after this word from our sponsor, PFP Players Fitness and Performance. Why do I train? Why do I train? I train to jump higher. I train because I have something to prove. 
be faster. And because speed, strength, and being better overall on and off the field is my mission. Nothing to me is impossible. I'm Andrew Simpson from Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick, Maryland. We have found that most middle and high school athletes do not have complete confidence, which is holding them back from being their best on and off the field. As official partners with FCPS, our why is to inspire athletes like yours to believe in themselves and perform more confidently and consistently in sports and in life. That's our why. What's your why? For more information, check out our website at www.playersfitnessandperformance.com. We are back here on the final score, and with a 5-1 victory over Falston Tuesday night at Montgomery Blair High School, the Middletown High baseball team secured its second second trip to the uh, state final in three seasons. Uh, they will take on La Plata High School at 4 p.m. Saturday at Ripken Stadium in Aberdeen. Their head coach is Andy Baker. Their uh, senior shortstop and pitcher is Graham Brown, and they are both with me in studio right now. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having us. You guys are the last team standing here in Frederick County. I mean, we still have uh, some individual and in, in, in team uh accomplishments to go in track and field and tennis but the, the last true team sport uh you, you guys are the last team standing what, what, what does that mean to you guys to be the 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 last ones uh, still vying for a state championship it means a lot um we played everybody in frederick county and we won the cmc championship as well so it means a lot um for our team just to battle throughout the season <clears throat> and um get a chance to play in the state championship on saturday yeah well what, what makes this team special andy it's a uh, it's a lot of that's a lot of support from a lot of people, uh, a lot of hard work from guys who have spent their entire life playing baseball. Um, the support network that we have through parents and a dynamite staff of coaches and administration and so on and so forth really. Um, really make it fun but the the biggest thing with this group is the team chemistry these guys are all um, good friends and they love one another and they really genuinely enjoy being around each other Um, they play for one more day and I think uh, that's what fuels them is to be together um, just one more day one more practice one more game and they're going to maximize their season and that's all you can ask for this is uh you got you guys won the state title in in, in twenty seventeen. You lost most most of that team uh, to graduation uh, th- that summer. I think the two holdovers from the team, as you mentioned, are are, are Graham here and, and and Luke Pryor. So so last year it was sort of just the beginning of the process again, wasn't it? And you you talk about that chemistry was it was building that chemistry and and getting everyone to play cohesive baseball again, wasn't it? Sure, and every year is is different, and unless you have a, a, the exact same team, but um, whether it's a few guys that you lose or or eight or nine guys that you lose, every year is different, and you're not exactly sure how it's all going to piece together and fit together. Um, but for sure, this year, uh, out of the gates, you could tell that um, these guys were were just really happy to be around one another. And uh, they practice hard, and that, that makes it fun as a coach, and it makes it a little bit easier when, when you know that they're all pulling for one another. Um, they want it for each other just as much as they want it for themselves. 
Graham, you have memories from that 2017 uh, state championship. Uh, last year, it, it was a new team, and you guys were surprised. Uh, so, some would say in the first round by Poolsville. What, what was it like going through that experience and just sort of talk about what coaches talked about, just the rebuilding of this team back up to this level? Absolutely. You said Luke and I were the uh, carryovers from the uh, 2017 team. And Luke and I were both sophomores, and that experience going down to Aberdeen and winning that was amazing and obviously the goal last year uh for the team was to do the same thing but you know we we battled at Poolsville just didn't go our way and um like coach said this year right off the gates everybody bonded well and even like today at practice we were all having a blast and just looking forward to the game Saturday so yeah definitely our team chemistry this year is great what what in your mind is the singular quality that makes this team so good well why does everything work so well for you guys everybody buys into the same thing um even the guys that don't play as much are so supportive on the bench you know cheering on the team from inning one to inning seven no matter what the score is so I would say just everybody's bought into to winning and doing anything they can to help yeah uh, Tuesday at Montgomery Blair uh, Region Final. Uh, you guys are playing Falston, and uh, uh, Jackson uh, McDaniel is pitching for you. I think it's his 17th birthday, so so it was a momentous occasion for a couple of reasons uh, for Jackson. Uh, but he gave you six uh, great innings, scattering, I think, only five hits. Uh, did you sort of expect to get that sort of performance from Jackson? Um, yeah, actually, we did. We know what he is capable of. He had shown us earlier in the year um, how good he can be. Um, he has a, <clears throat> a a good, fresh, live arm, and he really lives low, and he methodically picks people apart. I always ask him, I kind of break it down for him and say, give me six innings. I'm sorry, six outs, you know, two innings, and it will take it from there. And, and yesterday he just kept saying, Coach, I got three more, I got three more, I got three more. And um, he just had an outstanding performance. Um, but we <laughs> – we expect that from him because we know what he is capable of and he 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 liked the pressure yesterday and he he lived up to it It was great great. well why for a starting pitcher why do you set the limit at six outs why do you say give me six outs because some might say that's that's two innings that's not a lot for a starting pitcher yeah well so that's probably more of a mental thing than anything um just just the one step at a time approach just break it down for him in small tasks uh something that you know i certainly didn't invent but my college coach um, gave me that that trick there a long time ago, and I've used it through throughout my career with many many pitchers. There's lots of good pitchers on this team, uh, 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 Graham. Um, yourself, uh, Luke Pryor, obviously uh, uh, Jackson. What, what was your level of of confidence and how much faith did you have in Jackson that he was going to deliver uh, what he gave you on Tuesday? I had total confidence. Um, like Coach said earlier in the year, he pitched against Boonesboro and pitched a. T- uh, tremendous game. They are a solid team this year. Um, Jackson pitched in um, Tuesday. Before the game, he was just he was in the zone. You know, he was getting focused for the game. And I told him before the game, you know, just just have confidence up there. We have your back. And like Coach said, with the six outs thing, it is a mental thing. Just to not focus on the the entire game. Just focus on one batter at a time. Just to get the just get one out at a time. And Jackson did that. And and he pitched a great game. We were all extremely happy for him. Yeah, with guys like Luke and uh, yourself and uh, Jackson uh, on, on this pitching staff, I mean, what, what's it like going to work every day and going to practice every day? <laughs> it's awesome. Um, we have such a great pitching staff, not just me, Jackson, and Luke, but we also have a couple other guys, Drew Malley, Caleb Klein, Keegan Waters. But we have such a deep bullpen that it helps in practice and in games and tough situations. We always have an extra arm or an arm that, can come help us win and and um it's just great having another guy
And, and you have with, with all the arms, it seems like an, an abundance of uh, riches. Uh, how, how did you get so lucky to have so many great pitchers? <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, very fortunate to be, uh, you know, part of a staff that has that that um, group of guys that can give you quality innings. And, and Graham is exactly right. The guys that he has named have all given us quality innings. And so that's the other thing. When I told Jackson six outs, you know. It may be six outs. If you don't have your best stuff, it's okay. We'll, we'll give somebody. We'll put somebody else in there because we got two or three guys behind you ready that we trust and we know um, are capable. Yeah, uh, Graham, you went four for four, I believe, in, in, in the game against uh, Falston on Tuesday, and I, I think you drove in the first run uh, uh, with a single pretty early in the game, and that was a point of emphasis, wasn't it? Getting yes. off to a good start in that game. Right, absolutely. Um, we were just trying to come out of the gate um, in the first inning. Our coach, assistant coach. Maine said, let's have a good top of the first inning, um, not get down, not let them have any life after the first inning. And yeah, like you said, we jumped on them early, and we continued one through nine to battle and get off on a hot start, and it was great. So Jackson's pitching well. The offense is humming. You guys win 5-1, to one, and then it's, a, it's another dog pile celebration. You guys have sort of, got, you sort of have gotten used to doing the dog pile. Um, it, what was it like in that dog pile, Graham? And, and do you guys also think you're wearing that celebration out? Don't you want to save that for like the special moments, like the, the, the state finals? Is there such thing as too many dog piles in, in, in one playoff run? I don't think so. I think you, uh, you got to live it all out through the playoffs. Um, we started at the regional championship, and actually we started this in 2017. Every, every regional championship through the state championship, we would dog pile and just try to make the most out of it. And I think it's – in a sense, it's been a good luck charm for us ever since we started dogpiling. And last night, the, it was bases loaded, nobody out. We were up 5-1. We came in, we got three outs, and they didn't score. And it was just a big relief for the team. And, you know, that dogpile just kind of set the tone for we have one more game. We're not done yet, and we got to just celebrate. Andy, I believe it was your regional final against Oakdale. You found yourself at the bottom of that that, that dogpile. Did, <laughs> did, did you not? <laughs> no, that's actually not true. Um at Oakdale, we did not we did not dogpile. Um, our coaches decided that we were not going to dogpile in the region finals. However, <clears throat> I got to give credit to my good buddy, Coach Mike Franklin. When I was just starting out as the head coach in around 2008, 2009, he told me the rule is when you get to the region finals, you can dogpile from there on out. And so that has been the rule that we've lived by. And uh, so after Oakdale – I, we did not partake in the dog pile. Well, why, why not? Uh, I think we just thought that um, we would save it for the for the next round, and um, so. Uh, but but you had license to dog pile, according to Coach Franklin, correct, right? Correct. But yeah. I think it's optional with coaches. Now, um, so I did I did last night uh, find myself at the top. I, I strategically placed myself at the top. So so what what's the key to that? Just running running into the yeah. uh, into the scrum shake, last or shake, yeah. shake some hands, give some hugs to our our, our quality assistant coaches, I, extend your conversation with the opposing coach, and, <laughs> and, and then slowly uh, trot right, out there, right? Right. Yeah. So there is no such thing as too many dog piles um, uh, no. in your mind. You said so. The rule is regional final on. It, it, it's perfectly acceptable. Yes, uh, that's correct. Uh, to dog pile. Um, it, it seems like you guys have such a deep team. It, it, it could be someone new uh, 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 every day. I mean, I think Cole had the game-winning hit in the CMC title game. Uh, 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 Jacob Pryor's been a great number nine hitter for you. Luke Pryor could, or Graham or any or anyone could deliver a timely hit or, or a great start. 
Uh, just t- talk about the depth of, of, of this team, one through nine. Well, I mean, you've said it at any time. A lot of these guys contribute um, one night. You know, some guy might – one of our top guys might be having an off night and somebody like Jacob or Zach Houck or somebody like that on the on the bottom head, end or the middle will, will pick us up. And so that is a um, – Man, it's just a, a, a tribute to the, the hard work that they all put in every practice. And the um, – man, am I – Greg, I'm so fortunate to have a couple great assistant coaches in Wayne Main and Kevin Murphy. And uh, Wayne is a great hitting instructor and breaks swings down and gives these guys a great mental approach. And, and Kevin, man, they, they just – they work so well together and they get these guys prepared and uh so at any time any of those guys one through nine can give us give us quality at bats or, or the big hit that we need yeah what's it like Graham? Uh, knowing that even if you don't have your best day your, your best stuff you're, you're still going to be okay absolutely i trust we like as a team we all trust each other and um it's great. If I don't have a good start, I know that somebody else is going to pick me up. But I also have to do my job as go play the field and help them out as best I can. And it just it helps when all everybody on the field trusts one another and we all buy into the same thing. How would you compare this run, Graham, to the run in uh, 2017? Um, I, I I don't know honestly. This this team is completely different than the team two years ago, in my uh, opinion. H- how so? I think this year we have just. We are such like a good team. We all bond so well together, and we just – I don't know, from day one, I don't know if you uh, – we had a thing called the Knights Crusade where um, we all woke up at 4 in the morning and did a bunch of, like, Marine workouts, and that kind of set the tone for the year as in we're going to be in tough situations and we got to figure out a way to get out of that. And um, I just think this this year's team has been all focused and all serious the entire year, and – it's great. What was that night like doing doing the night's uh, crusade? It was a blast. It was at four in the morning um, with four army or marine recruiters, and it was tough. And then you know, there's four different groups on the team, and we had to we were put through situations that were that mentally and physically um, that tested us. And you know, it was hard. At, like during the thing, we all kind of some people wanted to quit a little bit, but. That's what brought us together. The team brought everybody together and like picked each other up. So it was it was a blast. What were you expecting? I didn't know what to expect. And we got out there at four in the morning. It was windy. It was cold. I was like, "Coach, you serious? We're out here at four in the morning." But um, I loved it. I think it was great. And hopefully, it's a legacy that will keep continuing year after year, and brings everybody together. What what type of stuff were you doing? We were doing. Um, everybody got in a line, and you would have to push up at the same time. We did tire flips for 200 yards. We did um, group sit-ups. We had to do burpees and run laps at and four in the morning, by the way. And um, it just it mentally and physically just tested everybody and tested group leadership and everything like that. Did you sleep at all the night before, or I mean, were you were you tired uh, when when you showed up at four in the morning? I actually I was not. I was looking forward to it because I knew it was going to be fun, but also hard at the same time. And a group, of my, a group of the guys on the team spent the night at my house, so we all got up at the same time, had a good, good night's rest for the most part, and got there, and we were, we were ready to go. And, and how long were you going to, for? Um, when did you finish? I think it was about an hour and a half out there, and then we went inside of the high school and had a, a big team breakfast with the recruiters as well. So it kind of wrapped up the entire day, and it was that was just added more fun to the team. How, how did that idea come about, Andy? <laughs> well, like everything else, I. I steal and I take and I, 
I read and, you know, get advice from other coaches all the time. And so um, a guy you know very well, Coach Lanat, who was our former football coach, he and I are still good friends. And he's he's gotten involved with our fo- with our baseball program the last couple of years and some leadership stuff. And he was working for USA Football at the convention down in um, Orlando, and he came back with this idea um, with the Navy SEALs. And then um, I bounced it off my staff. And then Coach Murphy said, hey, I think we could do our own version of this without, you know, paying and so on and so forth. So uh, I went back to Coach Lanat. He said, oh, man, I, I'm going to take it to another level. I got the perfect setup. He's in contact with Marine recruiters all the time. They're in the school, in the office, and they always want to work with kids. So uh, we set it up with them. They loved the idea. And um, it took about a week to plan it, and um, we implemented it. I think uh, the end of the first week of practice and uh, I was a little hesitant when I wasn't sure the reaction I was going to get when I told them told the guys we said you know we were going to put them in very uncomfortable situations throughout the year and um, to try to prepare them for any situation on the baseball field and I told them that and they kind of looked and giggled and and then um, over the next couple of days that they had to process it they embraced it they truly embraced it It was unbelievable we were starting at 4 30 and i think everybody was there by like four after uh, five after four in the morning uh it was really impressive they all showed up they all worked it was cold and windy miserable and none of them quit and they all worked as a team and it was really an amazing start to our season and you don't know at the time what kind of impact that's going to have on your season but now here we are. Um, I think it had a, a really positive effect and, and a lasting impact on our um, on our season. And thank thank thanks to Coach Lanat for bringing it to my attention, and and uh, Coach Murph for trying to adapt it. And it's hopefully it'll be a good tradition for us. Yeah, when, when team chemistry is one of your strengths. I mean, could you have had such good chemistry without that experience, Graham? I think so. I think um, we would have developed over a couple weeks, but this was at the very beginning of the season, so. From that day on, we kind of were just bonded as a group, as as one. And I think, it, yes, we would have had the team chemistry still, but this just helped boost it up at the beginning of the year. Well, what's the best coaching idea you've ever stolen, uh, Andy? <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, you know, my my, I had two great college coaches in Bob Wells and Phil Caruso, who really taught me the game of baseball, um, and and they. They taught me the the bunt game, which everybody knows. That's not a secret that we play small ball and and, and we advance runners and and um, so I don't know if there's any one thing, but I've got a lot of good advice from a lot of good mentors, guys on my own staff like you know Kevin Murphy and and, and Coach Main and but great coaches here in Frederick County. I consider Phil Rhodes a mentor of mine. Um, Coach Lenard is a great mentor of mine, uh, and Mike Franklin and I. Uh, man, we we steal from each other all the time. We 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 share ideas and give each other stuff, and so. Well, Mike Mike subscribes to that small ball uh, philosophy too. I know. Yeah, so. we. It's funny, you know. We we talk about when we've battled. Fortunately for us, they're in the one A West now. We were glad to see them go, uh, but when we had to face each other all the time in the playoffs, you know, we always prep our teams and say, you know, it's like playing. It's like playing yourselves or playing your brother. You know, you're getting the same thing in the mirror. You know, they're the same as us. So it's going to – it's whoever plays and executes the best. So uh, it's pretty cool. 
Have you ever stolen an idea and passed it off as your own? Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 like I came up with this. This was mm-hmm. my idea. I, I certainly try to not not do that. I, uh, I, I don't mind passing on credit, and most of the people know me that I'm. <laughs> they they know that if I have a good idea, it's probably it's probably come from somewhere else. Right. Uh, Luke, Luke, Luke Pryor is uh, your, your ace uh, uh, pitcher. Um, uh, you could almost always count on him to, to deliver a quality start with a, with a lot of strikeouts. Uh, Graham, what what makes him such a great pitcher, and, and what's your relationship like being being the other senior that that went through the um, state championship experience in 2017? Well, I've grown up with Luke um, since baseball ever came to my mind to play. Um, I played with him all my life for 15 years straight, and. In last, or you said sophomore year, we were both on the team. We didn't really pitch that much that year, and last year Luke was the ace as well. And this year, over a year, Luke has just grown as a pitcher. This year he has just been dominant. He has all the confidence in the world, and he is, as we we said, whenever Luke's on the mound, everybody in the team feels like we already are winning the game because he's so dominating on the mound in any situation at all. He just calms himself down and just – it just – demands the ball and he's just so confident out there where where is he going to school mount st mary's uh, mount, yes. okay have you made your college uh, choice yet i'm going to potomac state okay awesome yes, so you guys will continue your baseball careers uh yes. uh a- a- after you graduate from middletown uh what were the high and low points of the season uh, for you in, in in your mind um at the very beginning of the season we had a couple you know rough patches we lost to tuscarora and we lost to smithsburg and that kind of we had to just battle back from all those wins, and luckily we we battled from like we learned from those games what we did wrong, and we um, we got the chance to play in the CMC game and play Ligonor again after losing to them at Ligonor, and just kind of wanted to come back and just make the point that we we lost that game to ourselves. And at the CMC game, we all played together. We played great, played great baseball, and we uh, we came out with the victory. Yeah. How about you, Andy? What, what would you say are the high and low points? Well, I think that we've had plenty of, of, of low points in the season. We different times during different games we've we've proven to be not real good. And so this whole process, starting back from the Knights Crusade and, and some difficult practices and stuff like that, it's just a continuum. I mean it's a process to get to where we want to go and I don't think I hope that we haven't hit our high point yet I hope that comes on Saturday it's been a great ride so far but we as a staff are just thrilled that we have two more days to coach these guys in practice we're going to give them all we can in the next two days because they soak it up every day we ask them to do stuff they do it we try to teach them stuff they do it we got two more days with these guys and we are so grateful for that and it's 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 a great thing when you know exactly how many practices you have left because that means you're playing in the state championship. We got two days um, with these guys in practice and then one game left, and we're going to give them everything we got. And we are totally, we are 100% confident that that they are going to give us everything they have, and and that's a win. The outcome is is success right there. So um, there's no pressure. It's it's a it's just a win-win situation. I mean, it's baseball. You're going to have good days and bad days. You're going to mm-hmm. have your good games, uh, bad games, good practices, bad practices. Is there a sort of a art form or to, to getting your team to play its best in, 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 in the right moment? Well, I guess there is, and it's a constant uh, 
battle as a coach to try to do that. And every year is different. And some years you feel like, yeah, you got it. And in other years, you know, like last year, you get bumped in the first round. And it's a tough we, we are, we're in a tough area for baseball. We've got a lot of good teams, a lot of good coaches. So um, it's uh, a lot of chemistry, and it is a constant learning process. It's, it, it, we, as coaches, you're always going to clinics, and you're reading, and so on and so forth, and you're trying to develop kids and leadership, and all that stuff plays a part of it. So um, if there is a formula or science, um, somebody share all of it with me because I, I will – as long as I'm doing this, I will continue to strive, and I certainly don't have have the answers. But you know, we've had a couple good years, but it's mainly um, due to the fact that uh, we've got a great staff, great assistant coaches, great kids at Middletown High School, great network of parents and administrators that have worked with these kids since they were little, and um, we just are sort of get them on the back end of it and try to steer the bus. The books that you read, are they coaching and sports books, or do you read other books and see how other people attack other areas of life and other jobs and professions in it, life? It, that's a great, great question. So I am not a big book reader. I don't read a lot of books. I read newspaper every day, read magazines. The FMP, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. So, um, but now it's easy just to get on Twitter. I'm, you know, I use Twitter to follow all kinds of coaches and inspirational leadership stuff. And that's where I get a lot of my stuff. Um, it's super easy because you get, you don't need to read the whole book. You get little snippets of information that, you know, you can carry on and take to practice the next day. And we do that all the time. You take, see something on the internet last night and you implement it at practice the next day, not necessarily a drill, but maybe a message to your team. So, um, it's constant. It's in, and so in that sense, our social media has really made things, uh, more accessible and a little bit easier, and um, it's a great tool for us. When, when you talk before the team, do you have do you have notes written out, or is is it all off the top of your head? No, a lot of times I'll I'll have my practice plan and then the the talking points down at the bottom, um, but not always. Sometimes I can, you know, keep it in 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 the back of my head and just sort of rattle it off at the end or or at the beginning of practice how we're going to start and talk about character or leadership and things like that and uh you, you wish you had more time with these guys but after a full day of school and uh, rigorous classes and coming out there you get them for about two hours and you don't want them too long and you send them home to do their homework so you can't preach to them too long but um man i think it's real valuable in the position that we are in as coaches to share leadership and character stuff with them i think it's extremely valuable are you inspirational quote guy do you use a lot of inspirational quotes um you know i read a lot but i don't necessarily um go with inspirational quotes i i think i um i try to motivate kids just through communication and and helping them in practice and and in games but um no graham do you think i'm not a big motivational quote guy no no. Is there a memorable speech from Coach Baker, um, Graham? Do you remember one above all the rest? If not, that's okay. No, um, I just know that you know every game, every situation. You know, Coach will look out. If I'm on second, whoever's on second, he'll say like, "A certain amount of outs." Like remind you, like how many outs there are, what you're gonna do in situations. So he's not like not with the quotes, but you know he's always good about motivating us before the game. You know, getting us all hyped up if. If we're not doing as well as we should, he's he's going to call us out rightfully and just try to get us back on track. How do you go about making sure that you're going to play your best in, in, in the big games? Um, personally, for me, it's just, you know, 
before the game, just getting dialed in, getting focused. You know, senior year, you never know when your last your last game is going to be. Luckily, this year we know our last game is going to be Saturday, no matter what. But it's just really getting dialed in as a team. You know, before the game, you know, we can joke around on the way there, but when we get there as a team, we all gotta we all gotta get focused up for the game. You know, stretch, throw. You know, just do the right things before the game. No, like messing around and goofing off. What do you think the bus ride will be like uh, to Aberdeen? Um, I think at the start of it, we're all going to be, you know, hyped up, loud, and all that. And I think about halfway, there's going to be half the team's going to be asleep. And then once once we get there, arriving, everybody's going to be all up, perky, and then ready to go. What What are bus trips like? Do you guys play music a lot? Do you just talk and joke around with each other, or what's What's a road trip like with the Middletown baseball team? You know, it's really a mix of of people because there's it's such so many rows. So I mean, at the for the most part, just mostly chit chat, and um, on the way back, it's always music blasting on the bus. And um, our team song is "Country Roads," and um, so like last night after the game on the way back, we were all singing that song. But you know, for the most part, it's, it's a lot of talking, a lot of joking around, and then just on the way there, we're all we're all thinking about the game, how how we're going to play the best we can. What, what what did losing in the first round last year do for you and Luke and and, and the guys that uh, might have been on the team uh, last year? Um, it was disappointing, obviously, but I think you know. Right after that game was over, we started thinking about next year and how we're going to come back stronger next year and develop and work over the summer, over the winter. And so during the springtime, we can come back and, you know, make a run. Yeah. What, what do you think your team took away from that loss last year, Andy? Well, it, it certainly motivated them. They didn't like the fact that they got bounced or we we didn't like the fact that we got bounced in the first round. Um, we certainly did not play very well, and we did not deserve to advance. However, um, these guys have really taken that and, and um, worked hard in the off, se- off season. They lift weights extremely hard um, in school, um, out of school, and uh, they're very competitive. So, you know, and they play at a high level in the summer to try to get better. So. Um, they've they've done a lot of things to improve their game and to try to um, achieve their goal of getting to the state finals and and so um, it's really man a, a compliment to all their hard work and, and efforts that they've put in up until this point and um, it's just kind of been fun fun to watch watch them grow. Do most of the guys play other sports? Uh, yeah, I think most of our guys do. We have soccer guys. We've got some basketball guys. We've got football guys. Yeah, so it, and that's usually the case at a two A school. You have you have a lot of carryover from sport to sport, and and we really promote that as as coaches. We want our guys playing other sports. The best off season training is another sport. Yeah, Graham, what sports do you play? I uh, I played basketball sophomore year, but I've been a part of the soccer program all four years in high school, and I. Um, I was a part of the 2017 soccer champ- state championship. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you about that because right. the soccer program has sort of mirrored the, uh, the success of the baseball program. You've had a lot of success going to states and, and winning championships. So how, how would you compare the two sort of dynamics with, with both those teams? Right. Sophomore year, I didn't really – I got called up during the playoffs for soccer, but I didn't really like play that much. But, you know, Coach Kolsch is such a great coach. Um Every single year at Middletown, soccer is always in the argument for winning a state championship. This year we lost in the the second round of the playoffs, but it was great, you know, just to be a part of the run sophomore year in soccer and then coming over in the springtime and then winning another state championship in baseball. It was just 
it was such a great year for you know Middletown as a community, and also just for the athletic like standpoint of it as well. Yeah, I mean, when you see one program winning, doesn't that sort of carry over and bleed into other sports and other seasons and stuff too? Yeah, absolutely. And like Coach said, you know, playing another sport in the off season is great for another sport. You know, soccer really, for personally for me, just made me like more athletic. And, you know, more agile and just got my stamina up for baseball to come around for this spring I was I was already fit and I was ready to go so it was it was awesome all right uh the opponent on Saturday is La Plata what 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 do you know about them if anything (laughs) uh we know a lot about La Plata they're really good they are a well-coached uh baseball team they've had a lot of success Uh, they've won eight region championships in the last nine years out of their region they play in a good um, Southern Maryland Athletic Conference, baseball conference. Um, they We faced them two years ago in the semifinals. They lost in the, in the state finals last year. They, lo- they lost in the semifinals to us in 17. They won the state championship in 16. It's uh, a really good program. They got good coaches, um, and they have a really good, a good pitcher, um, similar style to Luke. Um, so we know what we're up against. They have guys all around them. That, you know, they, they're a good baseball team. And so we are going to have to continue to get better over the next two days of practice. And um, we're going to have to play well to beat them. We know what we're up against. Um, it's going to be they, difficult. They, they can head pitch, do, do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're they're a good team. And so, um, you know, this is all part of the process. And like I said, you know, we'll have to play well. And there's going to be some – some tough situations in that game you know there's going to be some adversity dealt for sure it's not going to be easy um but either way greg these guys have just given it they're all all year long and so um there will be no disappointment uh what they've given to our community and and our administration our teachers their parents their teammates and their coaches has been absolutely amazing so um we're excited and um it should be a really good game, and that's the way it should be in the state finals. It should be two two good teams, two good pitchers going at it. Right. What what type of game do you expect, uh, Graham? Um, yeah, well, we played as a, a good team, well coached. I think um, it's going to be a great game. You know, we got two pitchers on the mound that are going to battle, and our guys are going to battle from the very first pitch to the last pitch, no matter what the score is. So it's going to be a really good game. Is each dog pile is it, is it better than the last one? Absolutely. You know, the dog pile kind of. It's a celebration of that game, but it's also a celebration of, you know, we got one more game to go. Let's do it again. And, yeah, absolutely. So you guys have set the bar pretty high with, with the dog pile. Is, is it ever like, man, that dog pile wasn't as good as our regional final uh, yeah. uh, previously? No, so. not at all. All right. Uh, Graham Brown, uh, senior shortstop pitcher for the Middletown baseball team, and Andy Baker, uh, the, the, the coach of the Knights, vying for their second state title in three years on Saturday, 4 p.m., at uh, Ripken Stadium in Aberdeen. They will take on, we'll play the high school guys. Uh, best of luck, and, and, and thanks so much for coming in. Thank you, Graham. Thanks for having us, Greg. All right, and uh, thanks to producer Graham Collin and all of you uh, for tuning in. And to our fine sponsor, PFP, Players Fitness and Performance in Frederick. I'm Greg Swantek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department, and we'll see you back here next week on the Final Score Podcast.